This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. The Happy Bunny Tale podcast is for informational and or entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All conversations and information exchanged during participation on the Happy Bunny Tales podcast are intended for informational and or entertainment purposes only. Interaction with Happy Bunny Tales should not be considered treatment or medical advice. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Hello, my happy bunnies. Today, we had a very special guest join us on the show, and here is what it sounded like. So on today's show, we are joined by Christina Flack. Uh, Christina is the CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup. You are also a celebrity uh, makeup artist, but you've also, uh, the reason I wanted to talk to you today is because you've uh, also dealt with some rather devastating loss in your life which has led to some amazing developments in your life. Uh, can you please talk about that? Of course. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really appreciate it. Yes, I have had some devastating loss in my life. Um, my mother died when I was 20. My son, Bo, uh, passed away when he was four and a half months old on Christmas. Um, and I was married to... Uh, professional tennis player named Ken Flack. He was number one in the world. He won a gold medal in Seoul. He won Wimbledon and US Open. He was on the Davis Cup team. Uh, he and his partner, Rob Seguso. Uh, Ken and I were married for eight years and he got bronchitis, which turned into pneumonia, which then later turned into sepsis. Um, and he passed away very quickly from sepsis. Uh, so one of the things that I've been doing since Ken passed away. Um, the sepsis.org um, organization, the Sepsis Alliance asked me to speak about, to raise awareness for sepsis because a lot of people are unaware of it. And sadly enough, you know, a quarter of a million people die of it a year. And those numbers are only going to escalate now with the coronavirus. Um, so what I'm trying to do is uh, get people to, you know, check out the sepsis.org website to find, you know, to get more information. But there's a really wonderful uh, little piece that they have on there called TIME. And TIME stands for T is for temperature. You can have an incredibly high temperature or you could be very, very cold. Um, I is for infection. You have some form of an infection in your body. And that's what sepsis is. It's an infection of the blood. It could be, you know, a cut, you know, finger or a tooth infection. Or in Ken's case, it was bronchitis. Um, it also, um, M is for mental decline. You're, you're not in your right. It's hard to get them to move. It's hard to, you know, they're having a hard time just thinking clearly. And E is for excruciating pain. Uh, it feels like you're dying because you are. Um, sepsis is a ruthless and ugly, ugly disease. It, um, it, it attacks your, all your organs and shuts them down. Um, Ken's arms and legs turn black. 
uh, and before I took him off life support. Um, so just so I give you a little time frame of how quickly sepsis attacks. Uh, Wednesday, we called the Kaiser Permanente, uh, you know, doctor, you have to call in to to see a doctor to get an appointment. And then they determine if you're going to, um, if you're sick enough to be seen. And um, they said, you know, oh, they decided to, the doctor, John Culbertson, who saw Ken, decided to just prescribe an, an inhaler and cough medicine and, with codeine and no antibiotic. Now, most people think that, oh, I'm going to get cough medicine with codeine, I'll get a good night's sleep and feel better. However, if you have an infection growing in your body, cough medicine with codeine is a death sentence. Cough medicine with codeine slows your breathing down so much that an infection will grow at a rate that is unstoppable. And that's what happened with Ken. Um, because Kaiser Permanente, you know, part of their business plan, unfortunately, and disgusts me, is that they allot for loss of life um, by not seeing their patients because, you know, it costs more to have a patient come into the office. But I just feel it is, you know, incredibly wrong uh, morally to not see patients, especially, you know, with an outcome like Ken had. If he had been seen, he'd be alive today. Um, so the cough medicine with codeine, it's, it's very, very dangerous. So I'm just trying to raise awareness. I want people to, you know, see their doctors. I want them to be their best advocate. I want, I would love to see change in the medical system. And that's what I've been trying to do the last two years. That really is amazing. And it, it's funny you mentioned the coding because my mother, uh, I would say about, actually about three years ago, uh, mm -hmm. had a reaction to coding when she had bronchitis. And Oh, that's so interesting. And what it did is it actually constricted her throat to the point where she couldn't breathe and she ended mm -hmm. up being intubated for about three days and developed COPD, COPD because of it. Wow. Well, and that's exactly what happened to Ken. He walked into the Kaiser Permanente Hospital in San Rafael, California, um, was spitting up blood. They put him um, on three different oxygens. They intubated him. And, you know, intubation, is, that's interesting. That was another thing that I have a, a problem with them is that they did not tell me intubation is life support. Um, so I had no idea. They told me that the intubation was just a form of putting him under so they could clear out his lungs to clear out the infection. They did not tell me that that was life support. And that was the last time I spoke with my husband was, you know, when I told him that they were going to put him under to clear out his lungs. So... You know, it's, it's very, I know most of the doctors, you know, are doing their best and trying their hardest, but it's just important that doctors see their patients because I feel that there's going to be more loss of life if they don't. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, can you talk about some of the programs uh, that have come out of uh, uh, the loss that you've suffered? Um, I think you were uh, mentioning in your bio about a school. Yes. Um, I got involved with a school called the Northern Light School in Oakland, California. Um, and it's an amazing, amazing place. It's a private school for minority children. Um, everyone there is, uh, I think 90% of the students are on full scholarships. Um, and the school is run on grants and donations. Um, we're very blessed in the Bay Area that we have the Raiders, the 49ers, the Giants, the A's, the Sharks all these different amazing athletes and celebrities 
um, contribute money and their time uh, for this school to run. And there's Vita Blue uh, puts on a celebrity golf tournament every year to raise money. And all these athletes come. It's fantastic. And my son, Ben, who was my son, Bo's twin, um, he's going to be 14. He stands on um, the fifth hole. It's a par three. And each, you know, person comes up and they can donate minimum of $20, you know, some more. And Ben will hit the ball. And um, this past October, Ben raised $35,500. Whoa, that's amazing. I know. It's so great. You must be so proud of him. I'm beyond. Ben is like my hero. I, I'm so proud of him. You know, he didn't think it was, he's so humble and gracious. And he's like, mom, it's not a big deal. I played golf today. And I said, Ben, you raised $35,500. Three children are going to be able to go to private school for an entire year. Because that's of what a big you did deal. Today. It's that's huge. A big deal. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Three different children, their lives are going to be changed. Their families are going to be changed. The, you know, the, their community, the world. So to me, taking, you know, these tragedies of the death of my son and my husband, you know, to making something positive just makes me feel good. It also makes me feel good that their memory is being honored in, in a positive way. And I, you know, I, that brings me joy because, you know, grief, grief is an interesting thing. Uh, you can choose to wallow in it and, you know, just be miserable and sad forever, or you can choose to do something positive and try to be happy. Look, I'm, not at all. Um, I don't want anyone to think that I'm 100% happy and in a great mood every minute of the day. But I choose to try to live my life in a, the most positive, happy way that I can. I feel that, you know, um, my angels up in heaven are watching down on me. And I think it would be really hard for them to look down upon us if we're just not living our life to the fullest and not feeling loved and, and making positive, you know, activities in your life and, and change in the world. And so I feel that, you know, the best thing that I can do is to honor them and to help others. And, you know, it does help. I wake up every morning and even if I don't feel like in the most joyful, happy mood, I, you know, thank God for the day. I think, you know, the, I decide to have a happy day. You know, I'm going to make the best of it and, and do what I can to make the world a better place, make my children happy, my friends and family. So it's happiness is definitely a choice for sure. Yeah. I, I feel like I did my job right. If I can at least put a smile on one person's face. I think that is a lovely, lovely thing to do every day. And it sounds to me like these programs are bringing you and your family a lot of joy. It sounds like your kids are giving you a lot of joy and you guys are giving a lot of joy back to the community. Uh, and, 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 and I can't only imagine how grateful and happy those families are knowing that their kids are going to have that education. Oh, I'm sure. I think that I, I think so too. And it does bring my family joy. Um, knowing that the Northern Lights School, you know, their success rate of their students going on to college is 98%, which is incredibly high. That even is for amazing. A, that, right? That even, really for is. A, even for a, uh, you know, a private school with, you know, tons of money. You know, this, these are really amazing people that leave. Um, Michelle Lewis is the head, 
mistress and she just does the most extraordinary job. Um, and they get people to come in that have, you know, the Bryan brothers um, have come in, you know, uh, I mean, I can't even Dana Carvey, Michael Johnson. There's just been so many amazing people that have come in and spoken at the school and, and inspired the kids to greatness. So I think it's, you know, my daughter Rose told me something that was so funny. She said, you know, mom, your lectures on drugs and alcohol were really lame. And I'm, and I was like, <laughs> kind of offended. I'm like, what do you mean? I thought they were award-winning. And she goes, no, not at all. Your example of how you live your life and how you, your work ethic and, and how you've handled, you know, Ken's passing and Bo's passing with such, you know, grace and dignity were so much more inspiring to us. And I thought, wow, I didn't, I hadn't really thought that, you know, I didn't even realize that you know, my children are watching me like they are, but they really, you know, are, we are setting an example and, and words are meaningless without action and without, you know, doing something different. I, I, one of my really good friends, Eva, uh, took me to a grief camp at Canyon Ranch. And there was this woman rabbi from Los Angeles there named Sherry Hirsch. And she had written a book, I don't know if you're familiar with it, called uh, We Plan and God Laughs. And it's a really inspire. It really was inspiring to me because, you know, I had this plan that I had married the love of my life and I, the CEO of my company and my kids are doing great. And I, you know, work with amazing people and I have a great life. And then in one second, the love of my life dies and everything turns upside down. And so I had a choice at that moment to decide to be happy or decide to just be miserable and bitter the rest of my life. And so it really was helpful. If, you know, it's a really wonderful book if anyone wants to, to you know, check that book out if they're having a hard time dealing with grief. And you know, I, anyone is also very welcome to email me at christina at prettygirlmakeup.com if they have any questions or want to talk about grief or need a little pep talk. I'm always available. And with that said, um, can you go ahead and let our listeners know where they can find you online? Uh, if the program uh, has a website, uh, where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. So if anyone would like to uh, make a donation to the Northern Lights School in Oakland, um, they have a website and there's a link. Um, and if you want to say it's for the Baby Bow or Ken Flack Fund, that would be fabulous. Or if just you know, a donation to the school, or if anyone in the Bay Area uh, would like to, con you know, help with their, you know, they always are looking for, you know, volunteers, that would be great. Uh, my website is prettygirlmakeup.com. Uh, you know, I sell lipstick, lip gloss, <laughs> excuse me, we actually just launched a new website today. So I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's P-R-E-T-T-Y-G-I-R-L-M-K-U-P. Um, Facebook, Christina Flack Makeup is on Instagram as well. And if you want to see my portfolio or hire me for virtual makeup lessons on Zoom, uh, you can go to uh, ChristinaFlack.com. So I um, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I really appreciate it. So again, I would like to thank our special guest for joining us today. And as always, keep on hopping, my happy bunnies. <laughs>